Guess who? Kaylee Chella check in back in with your top stories for today's evening news rundown. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and South Korean President Moon Jae-in met for the second time in a month on Saturday, holding a surprise summit at a border truce village to discuss Kim's potential meeting with President Trump. Kim and Moon met hours after South Korea expressed relief over revived talks for a summit between Trump and Kim following a whirlwind 24 hours that saw Trump cancel the highly anticipated meeting before saying it's potentially back on. The quickly arranged meeting seemed to demonstrate Kim's urgency to secure a summit with Trump, which may provide his best shot at saving his economy from crushing sanctions and win security assurances in a region surrounded by enemies. It remains unclear whether Kim would ever agree to fully abandon his nuclear arsenal in return. Moon has insisted Kim can be persuaded to abandon his nuclear facilities, materials, and bombs in a verifiable and irreversible way in exchange for credible security and economic guarantees. Moon, who brokered the summit between Washington and Pyongyang, likely used Saturday's meeting to confirm Kim's willingness to enter nuclear negotiations with Trump and clarify what steps Kim has in mind in the process of denuclearization. Hong Min, a senior analyst at Seoul's Korea Institute for National Unification, said, quote, While Washington and Pyongyang have expressed their hopes for a summit through published statements, Moon has to step up as the mediator, because the surest way to set the meeting in stone would be an official confirmation of intent between heads of states. South Korean presidential spokesman Yoon Young-chan said Moon will reveal details of his meeting with Kim on Sunday. Results from a landmark referendum showed Saturday that Irish voters have cleared the way for abortions to be legal in their country for the first time by repealing a constitutional ban on the procedure and authorizing legislators to reflect the popular will by giving pregnant women a choice. Voters in Friday's referendum supported rescinding the ban adopted in 1983 as the Eighth Amendment to the Irish Constitution by 66.4% to 33.6%, according to the final count. The size of the win for abortion rights exceeded expectations and was cast as a historic victory for women's rights. Prime Minister Leo Varadkar, speaking after the official tally was announced at a crowded Dublin castle, hailed the momentous outcome as a, quote, once-in-a-generation vote that showed the electorate's concern for the next generation. Varadkar, who had backed repeal, said, quote, The wrenching pain of decades of mistreatment of Irish women cannot be unlived. However, today we have ensured that it does not have to be lived again. Florida and Mississippi launched emergency preparation Saturday ahead of the arrival of subtropical storm Alberto, a slow-moving system expected to cause wet misery across the eastern U.S. Gulf Coast over the holiday weekend. Cuba was being pounded by rain along its western coast, raising the threat of flash floods and mudslides. The National Hurricane Center in Miami said the island's rain totals could reach 10 to 15 inches and even 25 inches in isolated areas. Heavy downpours were expected to begin lashing parts of Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama on Sunday. The Florida Keys could see as much as 10 inches of rain, the Hurricane Center said. Some 5 to 10 inches of rain are possible along affected areas in eastern Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, western Tennessee, and the western Florida Panhandle. Alberto, the first named storm of the 2018 hurricane season that officially starts June 1st, is expected to strengthen until it reaches the northern Gulf Coast, likely on Monday night. I hate to leave you on that note, but that is all the news I have for you for today. Be sure to check back in with me tomorrow morning for the latest news. This is Kaylee Chella checking out.